<laughs> Gosh, John, I forget how good you are at karate. That's incredible. I know, man. I mean, it's all about the right belt. It is. Timing you know? or your leather belt. Exactly. I, I feel like maybe, is that not, that's what you meant. Not really, okay. but speaking of, oh, Dave, wow, I'm yeah, just yeah. going to try to transition to okay. save you. <laughs> Finally, Dave, Yeah. warm spring days are arriving. Oh, Am I gosh. right? Isn't it great? You know what? I need a new pair of shades that I don't have to baby. Do you know what I'm saying, John? I don't want to take care of them. Let me put them on, take them off, and not have to worry Look, about it. Hey, Dave, I know exactly Sorry. Sorry, what I didn't you mean. Sorry, I didn't mean to rant. Knock around is the solution. They've been making high-quality shades that don't break the bank okay. since 2005. Oh, wow. And they've actually been my personal go-tos for years. Oh, yeah. I love Knockaround, John. They have over 20 different frame styles, so there's something for everyone, including tons of kids' pairs. That's right. So whether you're looking to rep your favorite sports teams, mm-hmm. you know, like you're a sports guy, mm-hmm. <laughs> spend some relaxation time in the yard, yep. or cruise down Broadway with the windows down oh. like Dave does uh-huh. all the time. All the time. Every Tuesday and Thursday mm-hmm. and Saturday. Mm-hmm. Knock around. That's what you need. Yeah, yeah. All of their lenses have UV 400 protection, which is basically like sunscreen for your eyes, which, by the way, I've tried that, and it hurts. <laughs> Use the sunglasses, everybody. With polarized adult pairs starting at 28 bucks. you can get a few pairs to leave in your car, toss in your beach bag, or lend to a friend in need. Dave, that is such a good price I that I might buy a pair just to intentionally lose them. I don't love that logic, John, but I know, you do but have a history of misplacement. It's not around Don't fight me because like of the karate stuff. But it could so. be perfect for you. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So, Dadville fans, don't squint through family beach days yeah. or trips to the park. Check out knockaround.com and use the promo code DADVILLE15 for 15% off your order. That's DADVILLE15 for 15% off your order at knockaround.com. Oh. Nate, thanks for being on here, man. This is, we have been, we have been so excited to do this interview. I don't want to, I don't want to, you know, show our cards too early, but I'm not wearing pants. Yeah. Oh, wow. I'm showing something different than cards at that point. Um, Okay. So, Nate, the way we, we're just going to come in hot because you look like you're ready. You've got your hair is looking great. You look like, uh, you know, I did it. Yeah. I fixed <laughs> you it up. Did, you did it. So, yeah, it I woke up like this. I just started going like, <laughs> you, you know, only sleep on that love, side. Yeah. You know what I yeah, love about, good. And I love about dad life is that you just needed to say, I did it. And I knew what that meant. That meant I took a shower this morning. Yeah. That's yeah, all you yeah. needed to say. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course yeah. you did. <laughs> this is yeah. a shower day. It's Wednesday. Um, okay. So Nate, what we do, what we'd start with, uh, with Dadville is we start with what we call the brag sheet. So it's kind of like, here's what Nate's out there doing in the world. Look how awesome this guy is. That's basically what it is. Just setting you up to win. Um, and so (laughs) I like it. I hope you don't speak awkward. Uh, so I want to start the, the the last paragraph of this is really amazing. And I kind of want to start there. Nate was featured as one of Esquire's best new comedians by Jim Gaffigan, who is a very funny man. One of Mark Maron's comedians to watch in Rolling Stone, one of Variety's ten comics to watch for 2015, and as number one on Vulture's 50 comedians you should know in 2015. His debut one-hour special, Full Time Magic, premiered on Comedy Central that spring, followed by his debut album, Yelled At by a Clown, <laughs> which is funny and terrifying, by the way, which reached number one on iTunes comedy charts and remained built on Billboard's top ten comedy charts for weeks. We just watched, and not to mention that you've had uh, the two Netflix specials it talks about here, um, which the stand-ups, which I, I did like the deep dive because I've known about your comedy for a while. John and I are, are big fans, and we think you're very funny. But uh, I did like my wife and I did like the deep dive the other night where we literally had like a 
uh, a Nate night, which I'm going to yeah. trademark that, but uh, <laughs> where we watched where we watched everything, and it was so funny. But the standards are great. You have a 30 minute set there, and then uh, the Tennessee kid, which I, I mean, I, I have to say it, the Olivia bit. I, I may go in my top ten funniest bits of all times. Oh, I mean that I'll take it. that that I don't know what the rest of them would be. I'd need to think about it. But that, <laughs> that one is really you only have four other ones, but I'm still number ten. And you're like, oh, there's a big gap. I, well, I just want to leave four for yeah. other good ones that may come later. Uh, it's so great. The Tennessee kid's so funny. And now, by the time people are listening to this, which we watched last night, and giggles abound. Which I'm going to be honest with you, helicopter bit maybe. To me, you having to deal with the helicopter might have been secretly my favorite part of that whole bit with the new. Yeah, I was nervous. <laughs> I was nervous about that being in there, like just hoping that uh, it came across because it was, you know, it was like such a unique, like with the specials, like you don't want to do the special and like it feels like it's a COVID special and, you know, it feels like it, it can only really live in this one time. But it was like with all the helicopter stuff, it was like able to show, I don't know, make it like kind of real. Like it was yeah. like. This is really it. I don't yeah. know what to do. There's and plus, who would like great. to do specials in dangerous places? Do you know what I mean? That's what we did. Yeah. That's what we did. I think it was a police chase is what we were told. That's why <laughs> oh there was so gosh, many helicopters. Oh, my gosh. Are serious? We found out after because it was a lot of helicopters. And it was like, God, this is a big problem. And uh, they and someone was like, there was a police chase going on. And that's why they did were. Did you find out that the suspect was at the show? He's trying to get into the show. He's not a, not a fan, to be honest. Though, like he he was a heckler. He doesn't get it. He doesn't. He goes, I don't get what he does. Is what he yeah. yelled at. Was his, uh, like, he's, I'm a, he's like, I'm going to risk it out here rather yeah, than hide yeah, in here. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, John, John and I talk about this all the time. We're both musicians, and we talk about it all the time. Like, if we could meet our great grandfather. Like how he'd be like, tell me again what it is. We just write songs and we sing and people pay us. And he's like, so you never have to sweat? And you're like, well, yeah, I mean, yeah. it's <laughs> like just how much no, you'd be like. summer ah. shows, you know, outside. <laughs> yeah, yeah, outside. Yeah, it's hot. Right. But yeah. I could see like my great, great granddad yelling that from the crowd if he came back. Yeah. Like, Get, do a real job. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> this is yeah, a real yeah. job. Yeah, this is, yeah. <laughs> so one of the things I wanted, we kind of want to warn you, like, you know, we've, we've had amazing guests on We're we're, it's been such a fun thing, but this is like, we almost felt like we needed to apologize ahead of time because you're the first like stand-up comic and not just the first stand-up comic, but a really good, <laughs> successful, funny stand-up comic. Uh, and so we, 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 John and I have been really excited about this. So you may feel, you may feel that and, and like it. You may feel that and think, you know, oh, whoops, my internet went out and we never can get you again. But we at yeah. least wanted, wanted to, you know, send the a whole shot thing across just might be <laughs> uncomfortable. Yes, which we're yeah. okay with. We're just I'm saying, okay with. Okay. And I'm, I'm gonna uh, speaking of discomfort. I'm gonna come in uh, with some hot <laughs> discomfort right of now. Discomfort. I I lead a lot of sentences with that, but I have to say, you are. I've never seen anyone in the public eye or in the private eye uh, get better and better looking as you age. I don't know what yeah, is happening. Up. And the I, glow up it, is strong. It is. Yeah. <laughs> It is. I, it's, it's amazing. I wish I'm. I'm bummed that this is a podcast because I'm watching it happen right it. now. You look better than you did five minutes ago when we started this interview. What? It's just yeah. It's the. Uh, is it just the showering or what's buttons, happening? Showering gigantic. It was. 
some of it's just like in New York. It was when you first started in New York, it was just kind of a zoo. It's it was like my college. And so yeah. you're out. I was going, you know, going to bed at 5 a.m. I mean, this is nine years of this and eating fast food. Not that I still eat fast food, but you're eating it. You're like only eating fast food and you're only like staying out and partying with your friends till 5 a.m., getting no sleep, going to do shows every night, traveling on the road, that kind of just like beat up lifestyle. Uh, and then so I kind of like reeled that in and then you kind of get on the road and now you're kind of in your own little world. And right. so all that kind of goes away. You I'm way more conscious of what I need to eat. I still can't. I still eat very badly, but it's at least the thought is there that you're like, all right, maybe my wife took I had waffles this morning. She took one away from me. I was pretty upset about it. I had three. I was going to say, it depends on how many you started with. Well, yeah, I, was, yeah. I, had, I had three. And she goes, what are you doing? She goes, no. And then she ate it. And uh, look, it's probably the right move. I didn't care yeah. for it at the moment, to right. be honest. But right. uh, so it's like stuff like that, you know? Right. The, the shame that you feel once you become aware of how bad you're eating does burn calories. So that, yeah, that doesn't yeah. make sense. Shame yeah. does generate heat. Not many people know yeah. that. But it generates <laughs> yeah, that's a lot. how you get a little. <laughs> just get your heart rate up a little bit. Like, just, uh, just go walk walk in front of a school bus wearing a tight shirt and have children <laughs> pointing and yell at you. Yeah, they'll like, take care. Right, of it. I feel terrific. <laughs> uh, for me, that's just a family reunion. The uh, so one of the things that I th so so you know as we said, John and I are both you know musicians. One thing that has always always been so fascinating to me about comedy and stand-up comedy is and, and i don't know how you guys do this and so i'm dying to hear you sort of sort of help us understand this music is so different from comedy right this is what mm -hmm. fascinates me because we both get up we both perform you know you have a crowd you're feeling the crowd you're playing your songs whatever but for what sucks for you guys is there's no greatest hits like you you know the, the thing that's so it's like the greatest cheat code of music is if you can get 10 to 15 songs you can play for the rest of your life those songs. Now, now sometimes that's like annoying because you, you want to do the new stuff, yeah. right? But, it, but I remember realizing this a few years ago, and I was like, comedy, you can't do that. You can't just like, if you, you know, because you've got probably your 10, 15 bits that you know always kill. Mm. That's what the crowd wants to hear. But it's such a weird thing because the minute you get up and do that, I feel like you kind of have two responses. People are like, yeah, and also kind of like, oh, we, we sort of know this bit. So like how, yeah. how how do you do that? Like how do you still do old bits? Is it kind of like what's sort of the what's sort of the way you have to navigate that? It's you know it's funny as always musicians made me furious just because they gotta they gotta play those songs and you're just like God dude if I could just I mean all comics think about it is like if I could just do this and be done with it yeah yeah. Uh, right. Yeah, but there, it's it's tough. I'll do old stuff like uh, uh, corporate shows, like yeah. a private show. You know yeah. what I mean? Where you like you know like some of these people might know me, probably a lot don't. And you need to be like, I need to play it as safe as possible. I don't need to try anything new. Like right, right. Uh, so I still do old stuff. I'm never not too far from doing old stuff. But you do have to write new stuff. So once your special comes out, uh, I mean everybody's seen it. They watch it. And I, you know, I tend to very, I'm very lucky, but a lot of people watch my special over and over again. They know everything. I would, I remember the, I have a joke about a dead horse and uh, someone yelled it out at a show. They're like, do the dead horse. And I would explain to uh. them how like, Hey, I couldn't even remember it when I tried it. Like I've kind of got out of telling it. Yeah. Oh, and the, and the other one is Olivia. 
the Olivia, someone will yell out Olivia. And then I and I remember telling Ozzy, I go, look, I know in theory you want me to tell this joke, but you are yelling the main funniest part of the joke is the word Olivia. That's that's the joke. That's the peak of the joke. And you're yelling it, and that's that's how you're telling me to tell which joke. So it's like, because and I and I because I've done it, and I know, and I'm like, look, I've done this. I, it just doesn't go as good as you want it to go. <laughs> uh, some joke, the dead horse joke, you, if I can remember it, that one's not terrible because it's a long story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so yeah. maybe there's parts that like you would not know, and it's you know, it can almost be like a song kind of right, thing. right, right, right. So if something's kind of long, if it's quick, it's kind of you don't want to hear it again. If it's a long story, sometimes they can hear it again. But you got to write new stuff, or people won't come. I mean, they will. Uh, like I've, I've I've started trying to come up with new stuff now. And I have probably 20 to 30 minutes, depending on, you know, yeah. sometimes it feels. And then so by the time the special comes out, when I get out on the road, you'll just have like, uh, hopefully you have 40 minutes. And then yeah. I have to do 20 old because I don't have, you know, so I'll you do like an encore of like, all right, I'll do greatest hits. Okay. But I'll do greatest hits from like yelled at by a clown, like my condescension yeah. special. Yeah. Because yeah. sometimes people don't know those. Yeah. Yeah. And so then you're able to do some old stuff without, you know. Yeah. I'll do iced coffee with cream. Like, you know, it's yeah, like, yeah, yeah. you just do that. Like, yeah. that, and the people like hearing that. So the thing, like, I, I remember thinking that I watched the Seinfeld, you know, comedian movie, which is such an amazing uh, sort of like glimpse into that world. But, but I realized something I was like, isn't it fascinating that Sting could get up, not the wrestler, that'd be a whole different kind of performance, but Sting the musician could get up at, you know, let's say here in Nashville, somebody plays the bluebird, right? Mm-hmm. we get done with the round somebody goes hey sting is here and he wants to play a couple songs right you'd be like holy cow he wants to play new songs well everybody stays he does the songs even if the songs are terrible like across like everybody in the crowd's like yeah this is not a good song it's still sting's voice it's his guitar playing it's like it's his vibe so even if the songs aren't you know like blowing your mind it's still sting there's mm-hmm. there's a redemptive part of it i realized with seinfeld when you watch him sort of bomb as he's putting that set together, it doesn't matter who you are in comedy. You can get up and it's Jerry Seinfeld. I mean, you know, he's, and if he bombs, it just bombs. There's kind of nothing. Yeah. People saw him and they can tell their friends, like I said, but what they're going to say is like, it wasn't very funny. They're not going to say like, I saw sting and the songs were great. They're going to be like, I saw sting and he sang and it sounded amazing. And I've always thought that is the thing that is so fascinating to me about what you guys do is you're always having to, stay new, stay new, stay new so that you can have a little bit, like you said, of where if you need to dip into something and, you know, okay, I'll tell this bit, but even to your point, you may not have them in the, in the brain. Like you could be like, Oh, yeah. you know, we kill right now, but I can't remember. How it goes. Well, a lot of comics, I do crowd work where they ask, talk to the crowd and oh, try yeah. to make fun of the crowd, that kind of stuff. And then, uh, side comedians, a big reason I'm, is why I was in Chicago. I moved to New York, uh, because of comedian. I saw that, that in a no movie way. theater. Like it was like a Seinfeld's like my guy. I've never met him, but uh-huh. he's, I mean, that's like, you know, I love that dude. Mm-hmm. And uh, so, yeah, it's, it's tough. I mean, you're coming up with new stuff. You do bomb in that comedian. I think Colin Quinn tells him, he's like, even Jack Nicholson could get on stage and they give him five minutes of grace. And then the audience would be like, all right, Jack, tell Joker, get off stage. Like, <laughs> it's like, that's the vibe of like comedy. Totally. Like you're, you know, you have to realize, like, sometimes now I can tell it's kind of, you know, because it's newer now. People are coming to shows and they know who I am. They know mm-hmm. my act. And you have to, when you do do new jokes, you have to pay attention that you're like, 
because the beginning of my set, people are usually very excited and they're going to laugh at almost anything I say. Because they're think just about ex- that. Is that yeah. when you put the joke or you're like, okay, this is the trial two minutes or three minutes? You can get away with a lot up top, okay. but then okay. but you have to be aware of it because you don't want to end up, you know, you can end up writing jokes. I think comedians can sometimes get too specific for their audience. It's like it goes away. Like you still need to be almost performing as if you're always trying to get a new audience. You never need to be like, I got my audience. I'm done. Let's yeah, do right. it. Yeah, 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 it's right. like I'm trying to always get more people. Yeah. And so you got to kind of write like that. So you got to somewhat time, you got to sometimes be aware, like, all right, they're just excited. You know, it's a, it's, you know, it's a fun night out. We're in a theater. It's a thing. So you're going to get some love up top, but then you do got to bring it. And, you know, they're not going to boo you, but you can tell if a joke doesn't work. It's like, it doesn't get as big of a laugh. And you yeah. know, like, all right, that needs yeah. to get better. Yeah. Well, you know, it's funny, you, you know, you say that all the comedians or musicians drive you crazy because you guys are always like, if we could just get on and the stage and just go into cruise mode. But when I get on stage for a concert, I am never worried about the music ever. Like maybe a you know, month or two months before the tour, when we're putting stuff together and rehearsing with a band, you know, that's when I'm, I'm not worried about the music, but that's when I'm putting the creative touches on transitions, all that kind of stuff. But I, my number one concern when I get on stage is making the audience laugh. Like I'm only thinking about mid song banter. And I oh, feel yeah. like it's the same. You, you have those artists who are like, you just know they don't say a word in between songs. I mean, Dave and I both did a tour with Johnny Lang back in the day. The dude is incredible, but he talking to the yeah. crowd is not, that's not on his radar. He's not worried yeah. about that. And I, I look at him the same way that you just described comedians looking at musicians. I'm like, man, if I could just get on stage and just play my songs, that'd be great. But I have to connect. Like the first time I made a crowd laugh while I was on stage standing at a microphone, it's like poison. Like you can't, you yeah. got to have it back. It's my number one concern, you know? Yeah, it's the, it's the, it's the best. I mean, you know, I, I think about that a lot. Uh, for like hearing like I I can get a joke I mean I can tell I know the second you're gonna laugh like which is kind of crazy like yeah it's yeah it's because laughing is is not a you know it's it's not like the crowd's gonna go crazy here or you know like or it's 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 hard to make someone laugh mm. and you can tell a joke and you go I know y'all are gonna laugh here and sometimes which has always been kind of fun it's like Seinfeld would always say he's like he misses the days where no one knew him where you get to go up and prove yourself to people. Yeah. And I'm mean, not still have that now. If I go do a uh, corporate show or something and yeah, these people don't know who I am. Uh, but like when you get to go and then you start off and you start just murdering, like you're destroying. <laughs> and then you're like in your head, you're like, dude, I'm not even to the good stuff. Like this yeah. is, and <laughs> so you can good. tell where you're like, I mean, it's, it's the most exciting feeling to yes. go, y'all are losing it here, dude. Like, I mean, <laughs> I don't know if I'm going to be able to do those jokes. I don't think y'all can handle them. Like, they're, it's, you just, you're just thinking all this in your head. And those are the funnest moments ever. Yeah. Like, that's, uh, you're like, you're like, I love this crowd. I love everything about this night. Like, it's just such a good, you know, a good feeling. But yeah, I could see being like, that is funny to get laugh. It's, it's, yeah, it's, it's, uh, you're, it's addicting. I like hearing the audience quiet too. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. you got, 2000 people 
and you could hear someone snap their fingers. Yeah. Like yeah. that's pretty interesting. To oh yeah. Like, oh, man. Well, and that is, that's such a part of your humor. Like you need the space, like the yeah. space is as much a part of the joke as the joke, you know, with your humor. Do you find with the, when you have those nights, when you are just killing, I find that the toughest show is the next show after that. Mm. After you have like, you just played Chicago and it's great. And then you're playing Springfield the next night. And now at this point, um, nothing against Springfield. It could be, let's just say the mountaintop was Springfield. Just yeah. to be. <laughs> just, yeah. And, now you're and then you go to Chicago and you're like, now I've, I've been doing it long enough that I know to expect this, but I'm like, those have been some of the hardest shows, the show after the great show, because they're not going to react in that spot that you knew they reacted 24 hours ago and then you start second guessing yourself all that kind of stuff do you find that yeah yeah the the different uh kind of vibe of the crowd the different energy of the crowd uh i can tell it sometimes with uh you know it's like sometimes they don't get every some crowds are getting every joke yeah and then some are not like some are getting every like every little thing right and right. then some are only getting the the end like they only they laugh but they laugh at the very end and it's only that part so i don't i don't get any of the little pops like leading up to that part and so then you're like all right well this one's going to be a little more tiring or a little more you know pulling you know but yeah, it is tough. I mean, you do look, you'd look at like, if you go to Chicago, like, I mean, there's awesome theaters everywhere, but it is true. I mean, you go to Chicago, if I like, I was planning on trying to go to the Chicago theater. You're like, it's, 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 you've, I've seen that. I, I lived in Chicago when I first started. So you're like, I've seen that theater. Or if you go to New York and you're like, yeah, it is tough. Like you're these gigantic things. And then you got to, I remember Sebastian Maniscalco. I think he did four Madison square gardens. And then came to Tennessee and did TPAC. Like, mm -hmm. you know, so like that, that is like, not that he doesn't love Nashville, like, but it's, that's a big, like, you know, four Madison Square Gardens. And right. then you go do TPAC in Nashville and you're like, this is like the worst show. Like, you're, you would just be like, uh, and, and TPAC's wonderful. But it's you're, right. at, when it coming off yeah. of that, yeah, 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 that's yeah. very tough. You know, so, so this is this is bear with me because this might be bizarre to hear. But so my whole career, I've done music probably 10 years ago because my shows are a lot of me talking. My manager was like, you got to try to do some stand up. So I was like, all right, because, you know, I think this would make sense to you if you've seen anybody play because John is this way, too. Like, you know, as a musician, you, you sort of build up this banter before you know it. And you have like an hour worth of banter. You know, like granted, a lot of them lean on the songs, but you sort of realize, like, I've got some stories that kind of hold up just on their own. So my manager was like, let's just try to book some stand-up shows. And I was like, great. And I've done all these weird videos throughout my whole career, too. So I, I kind of was, you know, and I'd done improv and stuff. So I was like, let's try it. One of the most fascinating things that I learned. So I did that for a minute, did like probably four or five shows. It was just stand-up. One, what was funny is they were all like an hour 15. And my wife came to one of the shows and she was like, hey, it was funny. It was great you got to cut like 30 minutes out. I was like, well, mm -hmm. because I was thinking music. I was like, people, you yeah. know, people come to music, so they need an hour and a half. So one of the first things I learned was like that people get tired. They like yeah. people. And, and I didn't realize that. And so fast forward to, I don't know when this was three years ago, my manager says, okay, this is what we're going to do. We're going to do a stand up and music show. So I, I came out at 45 minutes of music. 
15 minutes and then I did 45 minutes of stand up. So we did all these rooms. It was really fun, but most of them were, you know, 500 people or so. Mm-hmm. The energy and the immediacy of those rooms, I sort of got used to. I was like, the, the, the bits flow this quickly. They go, we did the Ryman. <clears throat> that was, you talk about trial by fire. So I did the 45 minutes of my music. We do the break. I did my stand up. It was so crazy how much real time I was learning how laughter in a room like that, like it lasts longer. And so I'd have to wait and wait. And, and then, and then I'm like, what do I look like right now? Because like, if I'm sort of st- staring at the crowd, like, okay, they're done. Uh, so this is my, my wife, right? You know, but it, so I'm like, okay, well walk, don't just stand, you know, and it was crazy to learn to your point, how you scale rooms differently with comedy, yeah. because you would hear the laughter, 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 laughter. And you're like, dang, this is lasting five seconds. Yeah. Where in, you know, a room that like I played in Portland, this place was like 300 people. It's like, ha, and it's gone. And you're like, oh God, jump. You're moving the bits <laughs> quicker because things have to flow quicker. It was yeah. crazy. Like I'd never, that would be something to your point about moving. That would be, I mean, do you find yourself like, okay, this is tonight we're at a 45 mile per hour. Oh, tonight we're at 90, you know, oh, tonight's 15 miles per hour at this room. You know, is that something you find fluctuates? Yeah, absolutely. Like comedy clubs, comedy clubs, you're very, you're very on top of them. So it's very, yeah, you know, yeah. when I was in, I came from New York and New York was very quick. You go, you do shows in New York, you're in front of people that don't necessarily even want to be there. They don't know who you are. Uh, and there, so you have to come out and like prove yourself every time. And you got to come out and just be like, blah, 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 blah. And so, so when funny. I even go back to New York, I will, sometimes it'll take me like a, couple shows even i'm just doing like comedy clubs not doing a full yeah, hour yeah, but yeah. like going and doing like 15 minutes uh it'll take you a couple shows to be like all right let me get this new york rhythm back yeah it's yeah, kind of yeah. like quicker and like <clears throat> you can't just drag it out and uh and but you do also have to teach yourself to be comfortable in that silence you've got to be because you got to look at yes. it's got to be a confidence you know without being like, confident that like the people can sit there and relax knowing that this guy knows what he's doing. He's in control. Like, I'm not going to be, I'm not right, worried right, about right, right, where this is going right, to go. Right. And yeah, right. the rhyming is, you know, that's, I mean, the, the laugh from there, that's, it's nuts. It's crazy. I mean, it's just, you hit, it hits you. It goes back. It's everywhere. Yeah. That's yeah. Way more where if you go too quick, they're, they're not going to hear stuff. Exactly. They're going to yeah. miss it. Cause yeah. it's just, it's just different, you know? And so you got to like, there you got to be a little bit more like calmer and you know i'm trying to work on that pacing uh like you know when they get back into theaters to like the drive-in shows kind of helped with that because it was yeah. like i couldn't hear them and so i have to pace myself God. off just knowing that just like being like i hope these jokes i think they're that's got to be you know? so bizarre <laughs> oh it's like great it. yeah i mean like people are, when you are they are they honking when they're laughing chicago did chicago no. was the cool so, but it, it was great. Chicago was the, one of the best shows I, I, I always remember, probably for my whole career. Really? Wow. Uh, it's 500 cars. It was Jeez. raining. It was 40 degrees out. Uh, some people are still sit, some people are sitting out of the cars out front. And then when I walked on stage, you see all these flashing the lights and honking the horn. And when they, when I would tell a joke, since they all got to have their windows up, I mean, I can't hear anything. They would honk, kind of just bop, 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 beep, beep, you know, for like when they liked to joke. They didn't do it crazy. It wasn't going, you know, it was just kind of like, and you learn 
that you're like, you know, I really just need a reaction. Yeah, yeah. It's like, yeah, I don't, it's not like it has to be laugh. It just, I need yeah. some, dude, that's oh, yeah. it's so good. Yeah, I love that joke. And then you go, and it was, and to see that the whole show was. That had, mean, it, feels like, it feels like an experiment. It feels like that is literally yeah. like what Vanderbilt would be like. Oh, we have this sociological test we're going to do, and let's see if it needs to be laughter. But that's exactly, yeah. you're well, right. There during is, COVID, doing all these virtual shows where you get, where you're just, you know, just an idiot in, in a room with a piano yeah. looking at a computer and you finish oh, and there's just nothing. Yeah. I That's tried like, brutal. I mean, I know you brutal. mentioned this, I think in the last, uh, in your, how you did a zoom when Nate, but like I did, I had a couple, like I got super motivated at the beginning of quarantine and I was like, I'm going to do an Instagram live every day. Like, I think everybody did this yeah. and I would come on and I had like little funny bits you know, I had like a little piece of paper and I don't, I can't, I don't want to see them again because I think I'll lose years of my life because it was like, you know, I'd see the numbers and be like, all right. And I'd be like, the, uh, so I was running yesterday and, and I'm watching the number, uh, and this girl, was it? No, it was a boy, a boy. No, it was a dog. And, and I'm just watching the numbers and there's just no <laughs> just response. Like nobody's saying anything on the feed. And I was just like, I did it like two, two days. And I was like, we're just going to play songs. This is a nightmare yeah, because yeah. I just was like, I couldn't finish a thought. I was like, no clue if it was even mildly funny. You know, people be like, ha 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 ha. And then little hearts. And I was like, God, this is torture. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's brutal. <laughs> it's brutal. Yeah. It's like, you gotta, it's tough to like, that's where like new jokes is like, Ugh. You can't, you got to do the, like that kind of Zoom stuff. You got to do tried and true where you're like, look, I know this works. Like, but I mean, you're you like, you I know you this is funny. On, and it's just your face. And then you heard somebody say yeah. what they say about the concert. They, they, uh, they go, oh, I don't know. They go, I don't know. It's some stupid comedian. And then it was just my <laughs> stupid face on the Zoom. And that's all I heard. And I'm like, that is what's so that? brutal. Yeah. The other thing that killed me, I just have to say this quickly. I was cry I wrote it down because I thought it was like almost profound what you said where you, you did the bit and <laughs> you you pop out. I mean, I'm doing the Chris Farley thing. I'm like, you remember when you so forgive me for oh, doing no. this. <laughs> your dad I, I don't mind hearing it because I uh it's not you know, like I I know not a lot of people have seen it yet. Like they've they've seen it to you and like okay, you saw it. Okay. Like, so I, I I did the feedback's not <laughs> okay. terrible right now. Well I'm I think this curious. is actually the Tennessee kid, but you pop out <laughs> say it without laughing. You pop out and surprise your dad and oh, he's yeah. looking at you like what? And you're like and you realize the crowd doesn't know who you are. And then you said something that I think is one of the most profound hysterical things I've ever heard. That comedy for people who don't know it's comedy is just mean speech. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I, like, yeah. I mean, that feeling of people just kind of look at you like, you're like, no, this is supposed to be funny. Like, well, it just sounds like you're mad. You're just being mean. Yeah. Well, yeah, if no one sets something up, comedy. Because I've had, sometimes people, they'll be like, why is he being mean? You're like, comedy's mean. It's the whole every every joke on earth has got there's like uh, annoyance is yes, like right. that's that's how you make funny. yes yeah and uh yeah so like if they if they have no concept of it I mean like, they're what's like, wrong oh, man God, it's, like, it's, yeah. it's good to know that you don't mind hearing that kind of stuff because Dave and I actually like woke up early this morning oh, to get gosh. together and we're like we need a good four and a half hours to just uh, we get like, like, your we made bits each other. out of our system we like, made each other John lives right across the street and he came over and we were brainstorming for this. 
which I'm sure you can tell just by how clean and really tight the whole thing is. But literally, we said we have to say this stuff to each other so we won't say it to Nate. And he's like, oh, God. Otherwise, the whole hour is just going to be. Oh, and then there was the other thing that you said. He's like, oh, yeah. And like, yeah, no, that's it. I think he started giving me jokes. The best is people come to do that to me and it's not my joke. Oh. I guess you get that a lot. They're like, you did that right. I'm like, I don't. You're like, you never did anything about an astronaut? I'm like, no, nah, I don't. Think. You know, they go, I think sure? you did. You're like, it's, I mean, that's pretty specific. I mean, like, it's not like a wife thing. It's like, it would always be like, you ever do like a, you did a joke about a camel, astronaut, camel, eating a banana or something? And I'm like, I don't. I'm trying to think. Uh, did I riff one night? Yeah. Maybe I did. Maybe, maybe, yeah, maybe, maybe off the dome I did something like that. Whenever I'm me. riffing off the cuff, I go with astronaut camel. That's sort of like. <laughs> yes. Dave, thank goodness we're finally out of the woods with winter. It's going to be over before we know it. Amen, amen. Have you gotten a chance to try those Sunday lawn care products? I just ordered mine last week. I'm so glad you asked, Dave, because I have. Oh, no way. And Sunday has exceeded my expectations. You can really tell the difference in personalized lawn care analysis and formulas and eco-friendliness. What do you think so far? Of your lawn, it's basically Jumanji over there. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm super jealous. The good thing was it was really as easy as visiting GetSunday.com and entering my home address. My personalized free lawn analysis came back in a matter of seconds. I've already learned so much about my lawn. Isn't it fascinating? It is. I mean, it makes getting serious about your grass fun. And you know, John, I've been serious about your grass for years. And in the past, I've spent hours, no, days working away, wasting precious time with my kids only to yield little results. Mainly weeds and brown grass. And the chemicals and other products, yuck, yuck. yuck. I agree. I'm so happy I can actually pronounce the ingredients Sunday uses. Like seaweed, iron, molasses. I can grow better grass and feel better about it. You know, Sunday really isn't just a lawn care product. No way. It's a customized lawn plan that works with nature, mm-hmm. which is really a no-brainer. And we both know that I don't have much of one to start with. Right. I can't believe I hadn't tried their products sooner. I can't recommend their research-based and easy-to-use method enough, Dave. Let Sunday take the guesswork out of growing a greener, more beautiful lawn this spring. Let it take the guesswork out of the grass work and visit GetSunday.com slash dadville to get 20 bucks off your custom lawn plan at checkout. That's $20 off your custom plan at getsunday.com slash dadville. Take the guesswork out of grass work. That's Um, funny. So I want to take us back to like childhood and all that stuff. But before we do, I just have one last question about sort of the overlap with musicians and comics i know that i have like through all the songs that you know i've written over the years um you know you try them out a little bit you write a new song and i have a couple songs that have never made a record and i wrote them like nine years ago and i wanted it to go on the 2013 record i just didn't quite you know i played it at a writer's round didn't get the reaction (laughs) Then it, my, you know, 2015, I, same thing. It just never made the record. But inside, I'm like, I know this is a good song. I just, I, mm. I, I tweak it a little bit every now and then. But every time I play it, or when I play it for my producer or whatever, it just never gets picked. It's like the, the you know, me on the kickball team. Do you have <laughs> bits like that? Do you have bits that where you're like, this bombs every time, but I swear <laughs> this is funny. I just, I need to find that one word tweak. That, and then people are going to see how hilarious this is. Or do you just yeah. 
scrap it. Yeah. No, uh, no. I, there's times I write stuff that I think I, it's a great idea, and I think I'm not a good enough comic to do it yet, <laughs> and so I won't do it. Like, but I'll know that I'll 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 have the idea. May I'll write the idea down, and I just know, like, I know I know this is great. I'm yeah. not good enough to figure out how to make this work yet. <laughs> well, or it just might so be just, hilarious, but you're like, I can't, I can't be the one to make this joke. This has got to be oh, some, yeah, this other yeah, guy. Or, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 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 you. I mean, you have a lot of stuff that you try to you know, that, that doesn't work and you know, that's work, but that's how you, what you got to do is you just hang on to it and you, and sometimes <clears throat> what I'll do is if sometimes if I have a joke that maybe can't work on its own, it's almost like go mine it for parts and where I go like, well, I'll at least take my ice, co- ice coffee with milk joke uh, by mm-hmm. buying, you know, and then, so when I say I never bought milk publicly in the history of my life. So when I said that, that's often an idea of a joke I had where I thought like milk is never like in a man's life unless uh, like he's with a woman. So like, I never like, I have milk with my mom. You always have milk. You got to have milk. Yeah, yeah. And then I was, then I'm not single. I don't like I ever bought milk once. And then I get married and now, well, we got to go get milk. Milk's like, so milk is like something that only moms remember to buy. Like just yeah. dads are just like, ah, I, I forgot uh, about milk. Uh, yeah, yeah. And so that was the idea of that. That I could never make it stand on its own. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So then in that iced coffee with milk joke, I found a place for it to say I never bought milk publicly in my life. Like it got – it stinks sometimes to get narrowed down to just yeah, this yeah, yeah, yeah. one little yeah. sentence when I wanted it to be this bigger thing. Totally. But yeah, sometimes you just got to like, you know, just hang on to it. Either hang on to it and go like one day this will click for me. Yeah, yeah. Or yeah. – I'm going to find the place for it to go. For it to live. That's now, yeah. so fascinating. I mean, that's it, it the equivalent so of like, like the yep. chorus line yep. that you're like, this yep. is this is not only the chorus, this is the name of the album now, and this is the name <laughs> of the documentary. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. And then it maybe eventually becomes like the third line of a bridge of a, <laughs> yeah. you know, <laughs> just... iTunes special song. I don't even know yeah. if they do this anymore. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So you, yeah. So the other thing that, that I want to ask you really quickly, much like what John was just sort of referring to, you know, we come and play songs for our wives, you know, like I only have one wife. I'm talking about John and I both. But, you know, you, you, you come in, and you're like, hey, what do you think? And they go, hey, you know, I like this. Do, how do you do you do that with your wife? I mean, what does that look like? Because obviously that's the other thing, again, that I learned so much in, in the times that I've done it is you're, you're in a mode. You know, songwriting is so different because you can sit and play it and you don't have to be performing. You can, mm. they can, but you know, when somebody's like, hey, do the bit, which is a nightmare for comics, I have to imagine where you're on a radio show and like, do, do, do the, uh, love you a bit. And you're like, oh, okay, okay, well now I got to like, okay, I got to like puff, you know, I got to sort of, oh, you know, but yeah. like, do you, how do you, how do, do you go in and go like, all right, babe, like, okay, tell me if this is funny or how does that work? With jokes about her, right? Well, like no, just anything. Like, if you have something you're excited, is she someone you, you sort of run it by her? Uh, or? Yeah, dude, she's actually a pretty good laugher. And uh, <laughs> so quote, that, that's what you need is, like, someone that's a good laugher. And, yeah, yeah. Uh, so, you know, and I got friends I can call that. I got one buddy, uh, uh, buddy Jeremy. He, he'll laugh at anything. So if I, <laughs> if I need something... If I need like, I just want like, no one's gonna like this joke, but I want something to like. Then I can, I can tell him, and I can be like, "Hey, that's good, right?" Like, because he's gonna laugh no yeah. matter what. Uh, just as a side note, you you reach out to us anytime. Yeah, yeah I mean, you're like, I don't need to know if this is good or bad. I just need yeah. to know that it's good. We will laugh. Yeah, you're like, what's up with this guy? And, you're like, and then if you don't, I will know for sure. Yes. And I'm like, yes. man, that must have been real bad. Uh, so yeah, she does. I I try. Uh, I'll tell her stuff. I just kind of tell her 
like roughly the idea. And if I get her laughing, you know, then that makes you kind of oh, yeah. put on yeah, a yeah, show yeah. a little bit and you kind <laughs> yeah, of yeah. do the whole joke. <laughs> yeah. uh, so it's like you would do, yeah, I do stuff like that. Like I'll ask her like that stuff on the radio when you got to do it. That is the worst, uh. which luckily I, I caught, I still, you still have to do it. There's a couple old radio shows that you can still do that where they want you just to do your act. That's kind of going away. It was around when I first was going out and you would, I mean, you'd have to straight up do your act. And I, and, but it does help you learn to be conversational because uh, then you got to tell that yeah. joke in a way that's not like me telling a joke. So I'm trying to make it sound more like a story or, you know, you speed it up. Maybe you cut some parts out, you know, yeah. you, you do some stuff, but yeah. it is, it is the absolute worst to yeah. do your act <laughs> I can't on the radio. Totally. Yeah. So, so how did, so, so rewind how, you know, your dad is a, is a magician. So I'm thinking that's gotta be a little bit of the get in, you know, there's, you've, you've got some pedigree for it in your life, but what makes you want to be a stand up comic? Like what, what is the moment? What's the sort of setup? Is there something that you, you know, you said you saw a comedian, which had something to do with you moving to New York, but what got you into it? What was the thing? It was, uh, you know, I think I think my dad doing that played more into it than I realized. I was just around wow. it. I never really thought about it. <clears throat> then and then i remember uh you know just being funny in high school and like people making jokes and making people laugh and they would be like you know and it was, it was never i was never like a class clown but it was making people laugh the, like you know with just either ripping on people making jokes whatever uh i remember doing uh one time talking at a party and telling us this long story and i remember just i was in front of my friends at a high school in my high school and they're and it's like it's doing great like everybody's laughing everybody's losing it and then we go to a party at a different high school and my buddy it's all different kids and my buddy goes tell them that story and i start telling it and it bombs and it was almost weirdly when i think back on it <clears throat> it was the first time that it like to tell something that i was like oh these people don't know who i am those people do so they think i'm funny because they know who i am and then i go google somewhere else and you're like i was in like their their mom's kitchen like just like <laughs> Yeah, we did the end there, and everybody's like, like I don't even know. <laughs> and you're like, oh, God, you're like, all right, all right, I'm going to get out of here. I got to get, like, you know, you just want to. And so it's almost like the first time bombing. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so it's, I, but I do, you know, I remember wanting to think I want to do stand up. And then I had a friend that wanted to go to Chicago and he wanted to go to Second City. Oh, wow. And uh, so I was like, it kind of worked out that I was like, all right, I, you know, I was like, I'll go. Like, I was 23. I didn't go to college. So I was having like a regular job. You know, I was like, I can come back and do this job whenever. And then I moved and I started and it kind of just kept going from there. Was there any in that time between, you know, whatever that would have been 18 and 23, were there things in you that were like, God, I want to try this. I got to just figure out how to do it. Or were you kind of like, if your friend had moved, do you think you'd still be doing that job now? <laughs> you know, I think about that. Uh, I, you know, there's part of me that's like, I'm doing it so much now that you're like, I would, I would have to hope that I would be led to yeah, do yeah. it no matter yeah. somehow, no matter what, but I don't know. And, uh -huh. you know, I wasn't, it's, I didn't know what to do. It wasn't, you know, like, it was like, you don't have at, at this point, you there's no internet, you know, or I mean, yeah. there's internet, but you're not you on it. Like we are now, you're yeah, not yeah. watching videos of other comedians i would hear them on bob and tom this radio yeah. show oh yeah mm -hmm. and so you, i could hear them there and then i would be like i think i want to do that like i think you know i like that and uh i didn't really know what to do here i never actually did it in nashville first uh -huh. i moved to chicago and did it there first 
Uh, and I took a class, a comedy class, because I didn't know what to do. Wow. And, uh, Through which Second I don't, City? No, I did like a little bit of Second City, like okay. eight weeks. I didn't like okay. improv. Okay. And then uh, that's another reason I could tell I like stand up because I, I didn't want to be it. I wanted to be control of what I was what I was going to say. Yeah. Uh, and and then so I took those. I took an actual stand up class, which, you know, I don't think you need stand up classes at all. But when you're starting and you don't know what to do. Yeah. And you're so nervous and you're scared and you're going to not and you're not going to hold yourself accountable. Mm-hmm. Uh if 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 you're that I'm that kind of person that wouldn't hold myself accountable and I would just be like, well, I'm not going to go tonight. And so mm-hmm. when I had this class and these people could call me and say, where were you? You're like, well, I got to go. And then so you would go and just like just be around other comedians, you know, like other people trying to start like you that are nervous as you are. Yeah. And yeah. then you get to also all be nervous together. And you're not in an open mic where you're kind of intimidated by the guy that's been doing it two years. Yeah. And then he's, you know, and you feel like, you, you know, like you're the worst and all this. Yeah. So it's like you needed that kind of like kind of stuff. But yeah, I did write in high school, my 10 years where I'll be in 10 years. I put, I said, uh, I said, I'd be at Zany's. No way. I really? perform at Zany's. Yeah. So, but I don't like, it's like when I write that, I always think back, like, I don't know if I'm, I'm not like, it's a joke when I'm writing it, but there's no way it was a joke. It had to be. I had to have wanted to do that. Right, right. Uh, to write that. But I don't, you know, I, there was never, I probably like all, I don't know. I, you always hear sometimes people go, I knew when I was five years old, yeah, I wanted yeah. this. Yeah. I, I, I don't necessarily think I thought that, but everything kind of led to this. Yeah, yeah. That's so interesting because I, I, I watched some video of your dad and he's hilarious. I mean, he, yeah, he is a stand-up comedian who does magic in his, in his mm. show. So what was the relationship like as you're growing up and you're like, would you go to his shows? Did you think he was funny? Yeah. Uh, I mean, I would do, <laughs> he would, I've done a bunch of his shows. Where I'd be like the, I'd help him. We uh-huh. did stuff at our church. He would do shows at church and uh, like, I would always do something, you know, kind of funny with him. So I was doing some kind of shows. I'd ruin some of his shows. I mean, <laughs> he went to Tribeca. And so he came to my kindergarten and uh, he, he was a clown at the very beginning. So my dad started, <laughs> he was a clown and then he just started doing magic. He's always done comedy in yeah. all of this stuff. And so he's doing his magic show. And one of the tricks was, I, I, and this is an old trick I'm not giving away, but there's like, uh, it's, it's a piece of board that has two doors that open. And then there's a dog and the dog slides across and, and you can see that you close the door and the dog goes across. You can see that it crosses to the other door. And then you open that door and the dog is like not there. And you're so you're doing it. To, it's a kid's trick that you have five year olds be like, where's the dog? And it, wherever they say the dog's always in the other thing. So it's like, you know, it was just for doing kids parties. And so my I was going to help my dad. But I was five and then I got nervous. And so then my dad just sets me on stage behind him. Well, I'm behind the trick now. So I see that there's two dogs. That's how that trick's done. And uh, so I just in the my dad's doing it. And then I just go, dad. And he's like, yeah. And I go, there's two dogs. Like I just give his old trick away. And then, I mean, everybody's like, you know. You're like, what else have you been lying about, dad? Yeah, yeah. What else? Your two moms, Dad. Is your yeah, two yeah. What are you? What are you not telling me about? Uh, so it's like I gave his whole trick away. So 
we would do, you know, they always say too that I was like, I, I would always, I like joke books. I remember, uh, I would always tell them, my dad always says, I forget the joke, but I, I told a joke from a joke book and I explained why it was funny. Hmm. He remembers hmm. me doing that when I was a kid. So maybe I didn't want to do it more. Maybe I've never thought about it, you know? Maybe <laughs> I should go talk to a therapist it. to get into it. That's what you <laughs> yeah, guys are right. like, you know what? Maybe I'm going to start crying. And at the end of this, I'm crying. I'm like, what happened, dude? It's like, you guys. Around that 45 minute mark, that's when everybody starts crying. That's when everybody starts crying. That's that's exactly right. But it's just so interesting that you didn't necessarily, you weren't like in high school uh, thinking like, well, that's kind of the family business and I'm, you know, falling in line necessarily. Yeah. I mean, you know, I thought of it, we would make a lot of jokes about going to Zany's. I wrote that. I would, you Uh know, but it was, you know, it was almost like saying like, yeah, I want to go do it. But then it's like, you just don't know what to do. I didn't know, you know, my dad was doing magic, even though it's similar things. Uh, He was a teacher, you know, as his day job. And so I just don't know. Like he was like, yeah, I just wasn't, I don't think I was really knew what to, I I didn't knew the alley, the road to take. Uh, Like if you're here, if you grew up here in Nashville and you want to be a musician, it's like, well, you would know what to do. Yeah. And then, uh, so I, and I needed someone that was like, oh, I'll do it too. Like, you know, I did, yeah, yeah, I was yeah. scared to go on my own. And so when I got that buddy that said, I'll go do it, it was like, I mean, I was like, yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll do it. Yeah. yeah, I can't imagine a job that would be more terrifying to do, a, a, like other than 100%. like maybe a stunt double or something. But I mean, like, I just, cause, cause there's no, even with us, we, I'm behind a guitar, you know, John's behind a piano and so many things can go right and wrong. You're not just either funny or not, you know, or not. Well, you can always bail out of the, yeah, yeah, the bit. Yeah. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, but it's, but like with you, it's you give like, yourself out outs. I'll yeah. give myself outs in a long story. I'll have like little ways to be like I could be done with this now, you know, <laughs> yeah, just so yeah, I'm yeah. not stuck in something. <laughs> Would you please name your next special? I could be done done with this now. <laughs> yeah, it's almost. Yeah, I'm gonna name it. It's almost over. <laughs> and then just, yeah. just call it. Yeah. The um. So, so tell us about your daughter. Does she like, where is she? I love how she intros the specials, which is so, yeah, so cute. Um, where is she with you and your humor? Like, is that, and I would imagine now it's got to get tricky. Cause you know, you're kind of getting into that a little bit of the ubiquitous thing where it's like you're on Netflix. Everybody, Hey, that's, you know, that's my mm. friend's dad up there. And, you know, and then you come pick her up and be like, oh, you know, so like, wh- where does she, how does she feel about that? Like, where is she with all that? She, uh, yeah, I always, I mean, I would ask her when she, when the Tennessee kid came out, I was like, did, did anybody come up and say anything to you? And she's like, no, she always just goes quickly. No, not at all. Like no one cares. Uh, and you know, but she was six or seven. So like they're, you know, kids don't like talk, which is, I always try to do, which I might do as a joke, uh, one day. So y'all can maybe hear one new idea, but the idea is like kids don't ever, they don't like greet each other. They just yep. kind of or say goodbye. It's yep. very kind of like, uh, you know, like sociopaths, like just kind of like they just walk and they do they play. Yeah. And then when they leave, you know, the parent always has to go. All right. Say, hey, don't be a psycho. Why don't you say goodbye? Thanks for letting me come up. I mean, they just bail out of the door and you're like, all right. Can that's, I'm just sorry. One of the things that I've been trying to work on this bit, too, and it's it's this idea that if you actually watch grown men into conversation, I 
I literally would get in my car and start laughing by myself because I will be in a conversation with a friend of mine who's like, man, I'll be praying for your daughter. Is she going to be? And he's like, yeah, man. It's like, what are you doing this weekend? And we'll, I'll be in my car in seconds. I'm like, how did we end that? I, yeah. He was just telling yeah, me that yeah. his mom died two weeks ago. And and it's just everything is cold. It's just it with dudes, it's, it's like, bam. Yeah. You know, and I wonder if that's a hangover from kids. Like, we just never Maybe. knew. <laughs> yeah, it could be. You're just like, all right, I'll see you, I mean, man. I, yeah. I, this happened yesterday. I was talking to a buddy of mine. He's like, yeah, man, just. If you don't mind thinking about that, I was like, yeah, man. He's like, all right, all right. And we're done. I was like, we went from like, he couldn't be more vulnerable to end of conversation. And both of yeah. us mutually agreed. This is the end of where and we're, I'm going yeah. to see that. Like, yeah. <laughs> Maybe two, yeah, two dudes want to just be like, all right, they want to get it off their chest, but then they, you know, like, let's, <laughs> let's, let's be done. I did it. I needed to get it out, but I, yeah, don't, I don't, don't be it. like, yeah, we're not going to sit and let, yeah. you know, <laughs> just stare at each other like yeah. feeling these emotions <laughs> yeah, yeah that's amazing so did you did like is she is she somebody that where she thinks you're funny like is she watching the specials and laughing or does she like daddy tell me you got any new jokes kind of vibe she likes the olivia joke she always says that she likes the olivia joke and she likes uh an old joke i had about my buddy lewis eating a mcdonald's burger uh and playing a prank on him is her favorite joke and then, uh, so yeah, we, you know, we just did some promo stuff with Netflix where we, I watched the jokes about her with her. Oh my gosh. Oh, that's cool. And, uh, so she sees all these jokes. I don't have, I would never do a joke that she doesn't know. Right, 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 uh, right, right. And I always tell her, uh, you know, I always, I always say like, I would never, if you don't want me to do a joke mm. or I would never do it. I don't ever want to cross the line of being a dad. You know, it's like she should. I'm her dad. She wants to tell mm -hmm. me something that she doesn't want to tell anybody else. Right, I'm not going right. to lose that. Right. I'd break my heart. I'd quit comedy before I'd right, lose right, the trust right, of that. Right, right. And uh, now, if it's really funny, those I was going to say. So, like, I mean, I'm going to work all of a sudden, on that's your like, friend's daughter. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. There you yeah, go. yeah. 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 <laughs> I, yeah. It's she had one joke in this special that she didn't like. It was about them playing on I iPads and oh, stuff yeah, yeah, like yeah. that. Yeah. And they, uh, and she didn't like that one, but that one I had to tell, I was like, I was like, look, this is not, it's not about you. It's a, that every kid does this. Yeah, yeah, oh my yeah. I go, it's, it's these YouTube videos and kid you do, I mean, billions of kids are watching it. So like, we're, you know, I'm just kind of explaining comedy, but like, I'm not making fun of you. It's, it's the, the idea of it is it's all children are doing this right. and it's relatable for parents to right. under, I mean, it's not everything you said in that thing about how your daughter makes these videos on your phone like hey guys subscribe and today we're gonna do every single I, I have three videos from two days ago that my daughter's put together i mean we are yeah. i you are doing the bit about my kids yes yeah and that's what i would tell her to be like i i talk about it as it's or me or you or us going through this but it's like I'll go, let's go find phones and I'll show yeah. you. There's yeah, yeah. hours of just, everybody's on iCloud. Everybody's got a totally. hundred videos and they're hours long, you know, and it's y'all just making these, I was like, that's what, that's what it is. And so I'll explain that stuff to her. She had, she has had some people, she said, there's been people more at her school that come up and be like, say like they like me or something. Mm -hmm. So like, it's, 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 it's definitely people are getting it used. She's getting used to that more. Yeah. But it's like normal. Yeah. It's like your kids, you are musicians. My dad was a magician. Like in a weird way, you don't think someone has to tell you that it's not normal. Yeah. Like that's when, yeah, totally like, when you grow Very up well with said. it, they have to go. Yeah. When you're like, my dad's a magician. I blow over it. And they're like, 
yeah, man, you got to talk about it. like that's not that's not a regular thing. And I'm like, what? Your dad, you know, your dad's not a magician, dude. Like he goes, your dad wouldn't pull car keys out of your ears. He no. didn't do that. Like, yeah, no. My uh, one of my friends, they have quads, which this is crazy. Like wow. they have they had four kids at once, and uh, she was laughing at me. She said that her daughter came over to play with our daughter, and and they saw me around because I like, have a studio in the backyard, and I was working writing, and I kind of came in and was eating lunch and. Um, I saw them at church the next weekend. They were like crying, laughing. I was like, what's other funny? They said, well, our daughter came home and they went to her dad and she was like, uh, dad, what does Mr. Barnes do? And he was like, oh, he, uh, he's a musician, you know, he plays. And she was like, he was, he was just like there like all day, just like hanging out. And she's like, he's like, yeah, that's what they do. And she goes, why can't you do that? He's home all the time. And then it was like turned into the shame, which of course he got hot and started sweating. But I think like it made me realize like this is a weird, it's it's such a weird thing when you do something where you're, you're around and your kid thinks, well, of course that's normal. And with that, I was going to ask you, what does traveling look like and how, how, how would she, how does she do with that? Cause obviously, and you know, I think that's one of the trickiest parts of what you do is that yeah. you can't do it from afar. I mean, you can with the Netflix special, yeah. but you know, it's, it's an in-person thing. Yeah, they, uh, it is funny. They do, uh, the kids do notice that where they just think they'd be like, well, they, all her friends are like, well, you know, Harper's dad doesn't work. <laughs> like and they, yeah. you know, cause they're, and it is tough cause it's <laughs> tough for us to have friends. Cause we're, even as a grown man, I'll call my buddies and be like, what are you doing today? They're like, I don't know, working, what? dude. Like, what are you, an idiot? And I'm like, I thought we'd go see a movie the other day, dude. I thought it was a good day to go see a movie. And they're like, what are you, insane, dude? Like, it's raining outside. Like, right, Let's go see a movie. Know. Yeah. <laughs> I wake up. I don't go to bed till 2. Like, I wake up at, like, 9.30. 9 a.m. is like, I mean, I got to set alarm for 9 a.m. I'm like, what is happening? Like, they're uh, like, I like, oh. Uh, don't you worry but, I mean John and I laugh at this, so don't you sort of worry about her husband someday like her normal yeah. is going to be so interesting that whoever she marries she's like why are you awake right now and where are you going he's like I have yeah. a job. where do you go she's every like, day <laughs> yeah, where do you what are you doing like how do you not uh, I called you last night at 2am you didn't answer I don't understand what is happening who is she uh, yeah it's uh uh, what were we talking about? The, oh, traveling. traveling. Yes. Yeah. So it's it's definitely tougher. So we, uh, I'm a usually usually comics where Thursday to Sunday, somewhere okay. in that range. Yeah. Thursday, maybe come home Sunday, maybe even a Monday. You know, it all obviously can change. Sometimes you got to mix it up during the week. Uh, we've been taking. I started taking a bus this year. So comedy clubs, right. you would just go. I fly to Cincinnati. I stay there. Mm. I come home Sunday. Uh, and you're gone and I'm home during the week. Uh, and so you, that's where your time is kind of at is during yeah. the, is, is, is during the week. So, and, so let me real quick, because this is, this is helpful. So when you go to Cincinnati, is it still where you're there for the whole weekend? You're not doing a tour. Like no, we would do. now I'm doing a tour. Okay. You are now, but like traditionally, yeah. you know, in the beginning, especially you're there for three nights. Yeah. So comedy, okay. yeah. Okay. Comedy clubs, you're there for, you stay the whole week. Okay. Which I'm actually doing comedy clubs right now because they can be half capacity, and yeah. I've got to work on new stuff. But the th I'm doing theaters now, so I get a bus, yeah. and you do each city. So yeah. you, yeah. I drive to the city. I, you know, we leave. Depending, you know, just like y'all leave it. Yeah, yeah. Midnight, yeah, wake right. up. You know, so she'll come on the bus with me some, and that's the greatest. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's her Fine. favorite thing on earth is to be on that bus. She loves it. Will your wife so, come too? 
Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Not a ton, but like, I mean, she's in school now and like, oh, there's, yeah, yeah, you know, but they, it's when the bus can come here, it's just easy to hop on and, yeah. and then we just yeah. go do stuff. Uh, so I think we're do. I think we're actually, she'll travel with me more than she ever did because it'll be just, it's a lot easier, uh, than it was the other way. The hard part for the road I've learned is when I'm gone, when I, ha- when I'm not gone, hmm. it's like, oh, when wow, you're, yeah. if you get home for like a month. And then they go, okay, dad's here. <laughs> and then that first, then you're like, hey, I'm starting back up. And then that first yeah. time you kind of go out. Uh, and then that's, those are like kind of, they got to, just because they got to, they got to get back in, used to you kind of being gone. I remember when she was two, uh, we were back, we live in, back in Nashville now, but I was just randomly back home. And we all, and then we were staying here for like a couple weeks. And so I was leaving in between. And so I'm got my suitcase. I'm walking the door and then she packs her mini mouse suitcase oh, with just uh. toys. It's like, all right, I'm going with daddy. And I mean, that was like, where you're like, I'm about to quit. I'm going to quit comedy. Uh, yeah. Like I can't, <laughs> it was, I mean, just the two, she's two oh. and she's like this, you know, uh, it was, that was, that was a, that was a tough one. And, uh, yeah. but it's like, but you know, she gets used to it. And I look at it as like, you know, a lot of, a lot of dads have to work yeah, 50 right. hours a week. Right. And like, totally. they're, right. you know, Right. So there's there's goods and bad, and, uh, you know, it is what it is. And it's so great that you enjoy it. I mean, that sounds ridiculous to say, but it's such a different thing seeing your dad do something if he's gone, but he's really enjoying doing it. Like, it gives yes. you life. Yeah. We have one kid, too, and someone brought up, I, you know, I would like to have another kid. We kind of had a kid late. But uh, a friend of ours said, very nice, for me, it was like, you know what? You're going to have an amazing relationship with one kid instead of trying to split time with to, especially with how much I'm gone, which mm-hmm. I do for, you know, like how much I'm having to travel. It, it really has worked out that like I get, when I come home, it's like my time goes to, it's like, it gets to be on her. Yeah. And like, yeah. you right. know, uh, and so it is, you know, you do try to get that relationship, you know, and we, you know, I mean, and now FaceTime too. FaceTime's huge. Yeah. You at least yeah. see them yeah. every, every yeah. night, every day. Yeah. Yeah. How do you feel about FaceTime though? Because when, when, when I became a dad, and at first I was like, okay, I'm going to move to Nashville from Indianapolis because I was like, I'm going to have to write songs for other people because now that I have kids, there's, I can't travel anymore, mm-hmm. which I, obviously that, that I still travel. But I'm like, oh, we got FaceTime. That'll be great. It's like we're in the same room. And I have a, a intense love-hate relationship with FaceTime. I love the way that you started your special mm-hmm. FaceTiming with your family because I'm like, I mean, it really took till maybe my kids were like six, my oldest six, seven, before FaceTime became something that wasn't giving me motion sickness, and I had to just, oh you know, yeah. eventually this hang shot. up on my kids. Yeah. yeah, it's just like the yeah, they're, they're holding double the chin like this, like you know, Dad. Yeah, yeah. Like, they're gonna talk on FaceTime. Point. I, I, I mean, you know, you see it, you see younger people like when they're out, they're being like target. They're like FaceTiming their friend. And you're like, what are you a crazy? Person? I mean, this is a Viking. Like, that's almost like they're, that they're just used to that. Uh, my daughter can't wait to hang up on me on FaceTime. <laughs> I mean, it's like, I'll be FaceTimer and it's like, all right, well, I'm about to go. Uh, okay. All right. Bye. And she's just I love that. Like it just, hey, boom. I like love they, that. <laughs> they have See ya. no emotion with it. Just yeah. X. See ya. See ya. Yeah. And you're like, yeah, yeah sorry, sorry to bother you. Uh, <laughs> sorry. You know? That's a life you're living that I'm paying for out there yeah, in Nashville. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so so before we go, we have a couple questions we ask at the end, but before we go, we we have to speak to this bit that 
I think it's my favorite. I'm going to start giggling. I'm a giggler. I uh, come from a long line of gigglers. When you talk about, but this podcast is called Dadville. Yeah. As you know, I hope you know. You may know yeah. this is a sports yeah. podcast. I don't know. I'm here. Um, like. <laughs> there, when you do the bit about your daughter in school and it ends. Oh my gosh. I, I'm not going to give it away because people, for the people that haven't seen it, it is the, you go from common core math into your daughter and being on the bus, which that yeah. bit, I'm going to, I'm trying not to laugh right now, but it, that sentiment as dads is so universal. And I think what's tricky is you, you, there's the dad shame of like, you know, I should be involved and I should be, I should know everything about my daughter and kids. And then there's the other half. You're like, I just can't, how I can't do that. Like my brain yeah. doesn't work to do that. You know, like <laughs> that, that disconnect with like, I, I mean, I watched this special and the next morning, this morning, I am signing one of my nine-year-olds. Hey, Dad, will you sign this? All the work I did yesterday. Sure, sign it. And my wife walks in. She's like, hey, um, do you ever read those to like see if he actually did the work? I was like, you know. She's like, well, you know, you should do that. And I was like, well, I trust him. She's like, he's nine. <laughs> What do you mean? Yeah. Like he's not. What has he done to earn your trust? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then she checks it. And of course, he's first child overachiever. So by the grace of God, he had done it. But my yeah. brain was like, okay, what? what's well, yeah, cool. Move on. Like, yeah. You know, yeah. it's just no, like, what is it about? What is it about that? I think that's why that joke is so universal. Again, I'm not going to give it away. I want people to watch it. But what is it about that feeling of like, why are you calling me about what's it? Why would you not call the mom? She's the one you talk to about these problems. Yeah. Yeah. It's just a common, you know, it's like, we're like, that's what the, the wonderful thing about stand up is like when you do these jokes and you can, when you can tell when they hit that you're like, I it's, you're like, this is something that everybody yes, goes to. Yes, yes. And this thought is yeah. I am, you know, you can just tell like, you're like, I'm in their brain. With this <laughs> yeah. thought. Like they are like, they're like, yeah, dude. Like, and they, and they're just so on board and it's like, it's a pretty awesome, like that's the stuff you're searching for is like yes. that kind of, yeah. and sometimes it's always, you can tell when it, sometimes it feels too obvious. Mm. Those are the ones that sometimes you're like, well, no, that's, that's the one you need to, you can almost talk yourself out of it. And yeah, be yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I don't know if that's anybody's, or you think no one, no one's going to know what that is. And then you just like, well, let me try it. Yeah. And then yeah. you try it. And then when they do that at the end, you're like, yeah, it's, it's like, ah, yeah, yeah, that was, it's, it's such it's, a, people dad. Get it. it's just such a dad. It's a thing. very dad thing. We yeah. mean, we mean, well, there's no ill will, but it's just, <laughs> no. we don't have the tools. <laughs> no, you just don't. Yeah. It's just not in your thought process. I mean, that's what's, you know, that's, what's uh, wonderful about, yeah. you know, it's yeah. like about a family. It's like, you know, it's like, um, you know, like my wife is, she does a lot of that kind of stuff of just, you know, their life is, you know, if my wife leaves and I have to get dinner for us, it's like, oh, I mean, we're going to McDonald's. Yes, we're not right even now. sort of. Yes. Uh, and they'll know my thinking name. Thinking about food. Yeah. Oh, right. Dave, you're back. Is Annie out? Yeah. yeah. She's out for the night. Yeah. She's out. John, John had a thing that happened that I stole from my comedy, from my stand up show, but where, I mean, and I just thought, if this is not the temperature of where, parent where dads are he was walking we live right off belmont near near in 12 south and and he was just walking his two girls up the street and a woman stopped him and said oh, yeah. good for you and he was like yeah she's like you like, are such a great dad yeah and kept walking yeah. and i'm like <laughs> just what what's the like what less could i be doing right now i'm just pushing yeah. my daughters in a in a stroller like 
If I were Amy, is that she would where just we've blow gotten right to? Past. Yeah. yeah, America. She, if you're Amy, she's like, "Where's the father?" She yells at him like, "Yeah, exactly." Someone. You're like, "Ah, oh, she's like, uh, they're not strapped in. They're not doing it right." They, uh, I had that same thing with it. I changed my tire, and uh, it was, and I, my daughter was with me, and I, and I, and I did. I said, "I'm going to do this." Instead of calling someone, I was like, "I want her to do it. I want her to see this. I want her yeah. to show her." I mean, she's eight. It's not like. You know, and I mean, it was brutal to change his tire. <laughs> and this guy drove up and he goes, and he said, he's like, good for you, man. He's like, it's good for you showing her that it doesn't help, by the way, which I could have used a ton of because an eight year old brings nothing to the table when you're like, roll that tire over here. And it's like, it's just yeah. falling in your, and then I'm like at a jack. I'm just, I mean, it just was, I'm trying to hold the tire and get like the nuts on. And I'm just sitting here like, can you see, can you screw it? Like, I mean. It was just like, this is not worth it, you know, uh, which might be a joke, too. I have two jokes come out of this podcast uh, that, that we can get that it can come into oh my the real material. I'm just imagining you just did the shimmy getting the wheel on. I mean, that's, yeah. who doesn't know that? Show? Honey, can you tell Daddy, this is a YouTube video. What don't get get off the phone. Help me. Show yeah. me. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Mm-mm. As people drive by. Good job. I'm proud of you. Yeah. Would not help. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. That's so uh, funny. Okay, so we have two questions we ask at the end of every podcast, and you might want to buckle up because these are uh, these are potent. These All are right. potent potables. <clears throat> okay, the first question: What is the one thing you want your daughter to know, other than common core math? <laughs> yeah, to get that. Uh, uh, I, w- I want her to be uh, in. I mean, like independent, mm. like that. Like I want her to be independent. Uh, mm-hmm self-aware independent mm. i don't want her to have to rely on anybody like mm. uh i don't want her to ever feel like she has to rely on someone i want her to know that she can she can do whatever she wants to do and she's in she could be in charge and uh if someone doesn't help her she can always say doesn't matter i'll figure it out on my own mm. so i would imagine that mm. yeah that's great yeah. all right last question what do you want your daughter to say at your funeral uh, I want her to say to make sure I'm dead. I actually had a joke. I actually, this thing actually do have a joke about this because I have a joke that the idea it's kind of a dark, it's like, I don't know if it's dark, but it's like the idea of like, what if you get buried alive? What if being buried alive is a gigantic problem and we have no idea? So oh my God. I know it's that's rampant. not good, right? We would have no idea. No, I mean, it could be, I mean, every it's 70% of people and you're like, I don't know. Like we're not checking. So I want, so I, when I die, I'm like, make sure. Make sure. And so, uh, you know, cut my head off and bury it in another yeah. thing. She's going she's to say a lot of stuff, to be honest. So I got, <laughs> I'm going to have a list, a list of stuff. She's going to go, he told me I have to make sure he's dead. He's so I need to really be sure. Yeah. Are you guys positive? Um, <laughs> yes. So, yes. but it. overall, I hope, uh, she, I, you know, I hope that she, uh, I just hope, I hope the relationship, she has a great relationship, you know, that we, I think we do now and I hope we always do. And I want her to be, you know, my little buddy and my best friend. And so I hope that it's, you know, like I'm very close with my family, Hmm. you know, we're close with my wife's family. Like, it's like just that closeness that it's, you know, it's not, you don't want to go up there and be like, I didn't really know my dad or something like Hmm. that. I want her to be like, no, I knew him. Like no one else knew him. Yeah. And you know, and so, yeah. That That's and great. make sure I'm dead. 
Yeah, the main so, thing. Main she's got to. Yeah, I'm gonna be like the main thing is the dad. Make we sure had. I'm gone. I don't. I don't but, know if you know Harrison Scott Key. Do you know his books? If you don't, you yeah really love them. So Harrison was on, and he said exactly the same thing. Literally without a, taking a beat, we asked him that question. He said, "You know, what would you want your kids to say at your funeral?" And he said, "False alarm." And I was yeah. like, "You win. Like yeah. that's, that's yeah, the that's same pretty thing good. As you. Yeah. Like, I was yeah. like, that's good. That's good. Yeah. Dude, thank you so much for being on. Hey.